What is good, peeps? Welcome to an indefatigable artist. Just wake and be. I am your host, Bleas, just a human being a multimedia artist in the 21st century. Episode 28 Fuzzy Beliefs. Trigger warning. I have a pen and a tongue, and I am not afraid to use either one. And before I get into today's topic, I just want to say a few things at the onset. Some may hear this episode and think that I'm being overtly political, that I'm taking a side here, but what I am saying applies to both parties equally. And also not about whataboutisms. I'm so fucking tired of talking about one person and the response being, well, what about, what about, what about them? You wouldn't be able to say that in a court of law. Your honor, my client blatantly broke the law, but what about so-and-so? It's not pertinent to the case and does not excuse what they did. I'll also say, again, as I have said in previous episodes, I think democracy dies in a two-party system. Some may say democracy never actually existed in this country thanks to the electoral college and the word lobbying. But what does it say about a society when the politicians are working to their grave? I feel like we desperately need to revamp this country. It's 2023 and we need to hit the update button. You know, compare this experiment to a computer. You know, how often do we install new software updates to our computers? And in thinking of this experiment of a country as a computer, it's a computer that in a lot of ways is still running on code written over 200 years ago. What else do we still use from that time? We need term limits. We need to abolish the electoral college in its entirety or California and New York need four times the number of electors at this point. How is it possible? that we have had two separate incidents in this country where a president gets elected who loses the popular vote but wins the electoral college vote. We can't let that happen a third time. The consequences have been drastic. Think of the difference (laughs) those two elections had and have continued to have in terms of Supreme Court picks. It would truly be a shame on all of us for this to happen a third time without any sort of update. Popular vote. The KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid. Most votes wins. Everybody knows the rules. Good luck. Also need to do away with 
and gerrymandering, the rezoning of districts so it's more favorable to whoever happens to be in power at the time. That's uh, happened to me when I went to, to go vote once. I went back to where I had voted a few times before, and they told me that the voting place changed. This, after waiting about three hours to vote, <laughs> getting told this, uh, very, very defeating. Um, I was lucky that the other place wasn't as busy, but it was still like, what the fuck? And for a lot of people, that's it. Like, that's all the time that they have. You know, maybe they've prepared whatever they have going. Should be a holiday at this point. Again, another update that we could do. Um, but that's it for a lot of people. They wouldn't be able to go to that second place. And therein lies the issue. Because sometimes that other place is really far. And transportation is an issue by design. They make it hard to travel. It's bullshit. Another update. Term limits. The average life expectancy has drastically changed since 1776. We can't continue to have career politicians and seats of power for decades. Look at where that has gotten us today. A two-party system where both sides benefit via monetary compensation to keep things the way they are. To just pass laws that these company lawyers write, they get paid lobbying to pass these laws. And the cycle continues and continues and continues. <sighs> and. Look where it's gotten us from the time of the first civil war until now. People to this day still waving the Confederate flag. So many people entrenched in their beliefs. They refuse to change. It takes hot air and cold air to create a storm. Storm that is growing and growing in strength as this planet in and of itself, gets hotter and hotter, so too our tempers. Look at the correlation between weather and human behavior. You find some interesting trends there. Crimes rise in the summer. December sees the most suicides. Yet we sing. It's the most jolliest time of the year. It's the happiest time of the year. And therein lies a black and white example of belief versus reality in America. The month of December. The song. It's been a long December by the Counting Crows is uh, my top 50 of all time. As being from Michigan and uh, experiencing wintertime depression heavy. Um, and it also being the, the month that my grandfather passed away, one who I, I never had the chance to meet. Um, I see what my family went through um, with that and went through in December uh, through credit card bills, thinking they had to keep up and fall into the credit 
card trap of the 90s, consumerism, buy, buy, buy. You can buy happiness. Happiness lies in the next item. Going through the years of total craze about Christmas and then rebelling against it, totally hating the holiday and wanting nothing to do with it. And now as an adult, I see it for what it is. You know, Coke and Macy's came together and created the modern day Santa Claus inspired by St. Nicholas. They tied it to yet another belief, uh, one that's held by many, especially at that time. So it's a belief in Santa Claus, which then gets tied into a widespread belief that it's also the birthday of this fictional character. Um, and the funny story about that is that, you know, in the, the fictional book, the Bible it's called, um, is that his birthday wouldn't have been in December. It would have been more like August or September in the fall because they were in the field harvesting crops at that time. And when do you do that at that in August, September in the year? So, um, it wouldn't have been in December, but when it's a fictional character, you can just choose whenever best suits you that their birthday is because who really cares? <laughs> um, you can do whatever best serves the needs of those in power. It is the King James edit after all edited to best manipulate the masses and take out the stories that could inspire hope in a rising up to those in power don't want that no we want them docile um, we want them servile we want them serving then we want them servants that's what serves us we want them serving us we want them giving us their money come save your soul you can give us a silver nickel save your soul yep you'll be good in the afterlife we're gonna sell you on tomorrow because why because tomorrow never gets here <laughs> you can never prove us wrong because guess what you're gonna be dead <laughs> um it's uh it's truly funny like how it, it gets, gets so entrenched you know it looks ridiculous now looking back but it still has a hold it's still a multi-billion dollar business and I tie it, I bring it all up because it all ties into the dilemma we're still facing in 2023. It all ties. It's a little lie here, a little lie here, and we just kind of laugh it off, but it's still a lie. It's still a belief versus an evidence-based fact. And one that is continuing, continuing to extend into artificial intelligence of people not being able to tell the difference between a belief and an evidence-based fact. It's just easier to listen to the belief. It makes you feel all warm and fuzzy and comfortable. It tells you all you want to hear. It greets you. It makes you feel good to be living the way you have been told to live comfortable here why would you want to change this no those who are trying to get you to change that that's cold and hostile and don't welcome that just live in this belief here this is this is the fuzzy belief here and think about that 
concept of Santa Claus. It's adults knowingly lying to their children for years, saying this stranger comes into their house to bring them inanimate objects that are supposed to derive happiness, joy, and fulfillment. Um, the billions of pounds of gifts that end up in the landfill every year and the billions of dollars that get spent on gifts that aren't wanted says otherwise. It isn't deriving long-standing happiness. Rise in suicides during this month. Direct correlation to the pressure of chasing after this happiness that's found in these gifts which you get through monetary means and when you don't have those monetary means you get down on yourself i can't give happiness yes you can happiness is priceless you can't put a price tag on it fulfillment joy is within anything with that's on the outside is a distraction it's chasing, 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 endless consumerism, destination, happiness. It's in the next gift. It's in the next vacation. It's chasing, chasing, chasing. It's a little hamster on the wheel, feverishly chasing the next hit of serotonin. It's in the next thing I'll open. That I know for sure. Oh, no, don't tell Johnny that Santa isn't real. We have to keep it a secret. He he. Then wonder why Johnny then goes on the iPad and starts to believe more lies and more lies. Then Johnny, as a 17-year-old minor, gets driven by his mommy across state lines with a weapon of war to protect property he cares about more than human lives. And then Johnny gets propped up by others who believe what little Johnny did was right for their cause. And they want to continue to use him as a prop. Johnny may even have electability. And with no term limits, Johnny could get into Congress and serve a 60 or 70 year term. Think of the power he could gather in that time. It starts with little lies over the course of someone's life. It's just little lie after little lie after little lie. Little breadcrumbs going down the little path. And you're fed so many, it's hard to keep up with calling them all out. And since we're already past the tipping point at this point, where most people hear about it, believe in it without even knowing. That's the trick. They don't even know that they're believing in something that is a belief. And someone like myself who calls it out, it gets instantly dismissed, instantly ignored, instantly shrugged off. And nah, this is, you know, millions of people live this way. It has to be right. You know, you're crazy for thinking that. Like, this is the way it is. This is, this is how it is. It's how it's always been. How it's always been. It's such a, powerful pull to live in the comforts of beliefs why face harsh realities those are cold and desolate and distasteful it puts a bad taste in my mouth just to think of it 
Why is there black oil oozing from the gills of my grilled fish? I don't understand it. Why is the power out again? What do you mean storm surge took over my vacation home and we don't know when the water will recede? I don't have time to deal with those things right now. I have a deadline to meet. I have a new social media app to keep scrolling. And as a fictional writer myself and someone who loves art i'm all about escaping the harshness of reality that live in our dreams and at the same time i can love this i also have to bring about the fact that we have to consciously know when we're doing that we have to know we're diving into a fiction And as media has become more and more invasive and will continue to become more invasive, there's been a massive blurring of the lines here. Televisions, computers, phones, social media, goggles, artificial intelligent media, the graphics on them getting better and better each month. We're seeing the same problems get magnified. I've been writing my thesis paper for the past 10 years. Users with dissociative identity disorder. Like that scene in the film Shutter Island, directed by Martin Scorsese. Where Leonardo DiCaprio's character sitting on the steps at the end of the movie. His doctor begging him to realize the evidence-based fact that he is Andrew Latis. Yet... He fails and still thinks he's Teddy Daniels, leaving his doctor at a loss. They have no other choice but to bake his brain. And it's an uphill battle going against lifelong beliefs. You know, they are told these beliefs before they can even stand a chance. A child does not stand a chance getting told these beliefs. These are hundreds of years getting aimed at this little child's brain that's just trying to understand, you know, what is even happening. And they're just, you know, getting fed this. And now we have the iPad generation. So talk about invasiveness of media. It is only getting more so. And, you know, the media before it was a, a human showing that now that they get on the iPad and are scrolling these timelines, that is artificial intelligence. That is artificial intelligence being aimed. Our, AI is already here. If you scroll a timeline on social media, it's a computer showing you what you're most likely to engage with and spend time on. And so if an adult isn't aware of this and isn't aware of the effects that this can have and is having and continues to have and is worsening and has people live living in alternate realities at this point where we're getting further pulled apart where it's like we're living on two separate planets at this point where we're in this you know web <laughs> And this web is just created, you know, this ball and that's all you see, you know, because it's showing you things that you're likely to engage in and it knows you better than you know yourself because it spends every second 
thousands and millions of microprocesses a second processing your data and information and is constantly updating. Meanwhile, what's the percentage of Americans that can't read past sixth grade reading level? What's the illiteracy rate? And you're trying to compete with a computer that's read every single text known to man. There's no, it's not even a fair comparison at that point. It ties directly into every major problem we're facing, including climate change. We're having the hottest month on record, which is 100,000 years worth of data, worth of information. We're having the hottest this month, day after day, breaking the record. Hottest day, hottest day. And look at how many still say it's a hoax as they continue to get slammed by record-breaking storm after record-breaking storm, record-breaking heat wave after record-breaking heat wave. Water in their lungs, they will still scream it's a hoax. It ties directly to the fact that the president has to face what he did. He has to face what he did. He has, there has to be accountability for these actions because there has to be accountability for things you actually do. This again, evidence-based facts. You have to follow the facts. You're innocent until proven guilty. Yes, we have to follow the facts. And in saying that, I'm saying that as someone who thinks we do over-police. America has by far the highest incarceration rate in the world, and that is by design. I think one of the gravest actions this country is taking right now is building more prisons for profit than schools and colleges. Prisons for profit. These companies which you can buy stock in through the New York Stock Exchange. Think of that. What does that say about a society? A society that has the highest incarceration rate in the world by far, and it's not even close. And you can buy stock in that. You can make money off of that. For people being forced to work, Yet, people on the 4th of July cheering freedom. I love my freedom. Chanting freedom, USA, all of that. While we have the highest incarceration rate in the world. Again, beliefs versus evidence-based facts. It's everywhere you look. I saw more cops on the road driving from New York to Michigan than I ever have this last time driving. There honestly felt like there was a cop every mile of that road, either waiting to pull someone over, hiding in the bushes, or already having someone pulled over. And they, the cars just look like predators on the road. And it's all about money. It's a monetary gain. It's a business. Why else would there be laws for seatbelts and speeding? Do you think they actually care about your safety? 
Not if it didn't mean more ways to make money. They lurch, hide behind these bushes, sit at the bottom of hills, bottom of mountains, as was the case with me when I was driving to Telluride Film Festival in a rental car with the out-of-state license plate and the cop had his lights on for the person in the lane next to me who then switched lanes last second to pull me over. I glanced over and sure enough, that other person had an in-state license plate. They knew it was better to pull an out-of-state license plate over way out here in the mountains as I was more likely to just pay the fine than to fight it. I tried to fight it through Ticket Clinic, but since it was so far out there, it was cheaper to just pay the ticket than to pay them to fight it. And while I was pulled over, I saw that there were about a dozen more or more cops just in the seeing eye distance of me looking around 12 or 13 cops that again were either on the side of the road waiting to pull someone over or already had someone pulled over and they were at the bottom of this mountain knowing that this film festival was going on and that people would be driving in from out of state they of course knew it was happening They were at the bottom of this mountain at a fucking speed trap that they've probably had set up for years every time during this damn festival. Again, these institutions tying themselves to money. Why does it have to be a financial hit for speeding or a seatbelt? Why is it financial? I know there's options for community service or serving time, whatever. That's not the point that I'm trying to make here. It's that. There ultimately is a financial burden. Why? Why does this need to be a business transaction of money and a financial incentive to pull people over a way for the city to make money? There has to be a better way to make money for the city. Crazy speeding, reckless driving, sure, pull that over. But going 75 on a 65, really? Who the fuck is that hurting? Not having me not having a seatbelt. You're trying to save my life. Come, come on. Just tell me. Be a community servant. Pull me over and tell me to put on it. Why? Why does that have to come with a financial burden to it? If you really want to serve me, if you really want to save my life, and that's what it's ultimately about, you can do that without a financial burden. The ones that are really hurting and causing more accidents are the ones driving 55 on a 65 or slower. That's what's fucking up traffic and causing more accidents. Again, belief, which is thinking the speeders causing more accidents versus evidence-based fact, which is the slower cars causing more accidents. We have to grow. We have to take the next step. We have to face hard truths. We have to differentiate between beliefs and evidence-based facts. Artificial intelligence, like I've said, has already been around in social media. There's no need to fear of this of it coming. It's already here. It's already a part of our everyday lives. It's slowly taking over. And it's been magnifying a problem that already existed. Because it drives engagement it wants you to engage and what gets people engaging more is anger 
hate comments, something that pisses you off and it wants you to leave a comment. It wants you to talk about it. That is good for advertisers. It's good for impressions. The computer is studying you and your habits every second of every day, giving you things on the timeline that you are most likely to engage with. The onus is on all of us. It's not on these these centralized platforms. We can't let them govern themselves, which is really what has been happening since their creation, as they are spending billions bribing politicians. Oh, I'm sorry, in America, it's called lobbying, and it's perfectly legal because of course it is. Because of course lobbying is legal. The politicians are going to say they are allowed to make an infinite amount of money for as long as they possibly can, even though they are mentally dead. <sighs> we have to get younger people elected. This cannot be who is running our country in 2023. They're all a fucking embarrassment, and that is not tied to any one party. Fuck both of them. Democracy dies in a two-party system. And what time in human history has it been the elderly the nearly deceased who are running things. When has this ever been the case? In order to evolve, we have to quickly adapt to change. The rapid pace that social media and technology has advanced, especially in the last decade, has far surpassed any government in power today. They have been outsmarted by these tech companies and their lawyers and have passed laws which will keep them powerful for quite some time. Unless legislation gets passed, which right now, with a near 50-50 split, again by design, is a great way to keep things the way they are. You think it's only Sam Bankman-Fried, SBF, who donates to both sides of the aisle? No, he was just an idiot and did it wrong. Especially after Citizens United pass, it's easier than ever. Look at the concentration of wealth since Citizens United passed in 2009. It's unprecedented. It's completely squeezing out every one of their savings, making them work 60, 80 hours a week just to get by. Artificial inflation to keep the stockholders happy. That's the real AI people should be worried about. Artificial inflation. Many of these companies have seen record profits during and after the pandemic. Raising prices because they fucking can. What are you going to do about it? You're going to go somewhere else? We've squeezed out all the mom and pop stores. You only have us. We get them to believe that it's the panoramic. <laughs> That's why we are raising the prices. Again, beliefs versus evidence-based facts. Are we all mindless consumers? 
Uh, what can you do about it? Voting doesn't matter. Yes, it does. And the fact that you actually believe it doesn't is the trick they try to pull. If it didn't matter, why would they spend billions of their precious dollars every election cycle? Money and power. Votes are the key to that power and to a lot of that money. 2016, the country desperately needed a third-party candidate to win. They had their chance and failed to choose the right one. (sighs) We're in a decades, a century-long mess. It's time we rebrand. And one way we can do this is to make D.C. a state. Come up with a new American flag design. And like the one we currently have, make it a nationwide drawing contest among the youth in schools. Let's bring excitement back to education and art education in particular. I actually had the chance to meet the guy who drew our current flag design. He was 17 at the time. He went to Lancaster High School in Ohio in 1958 after Alaska and Hawaii were added. There is precedent for this. People may hear this and freak out. Oh my God, no, we love the flag. We can update. It's been done multiple times before as we add new states and D.C. should be a state. We need that energy, and I think that would be so symbolic of a change in mindset. That's what we need. We need to rally around the arts. We need to rally around teachers as they are helping ensure the youth can remain competitive in the future. And right now, we are failing our youth in many ways. American kids are falling behind in almost every area. If we don't address this soon, aka immediately, this could be catastrophic for GDP. We're moving to an ever-increasing global economy, and as someone who has been in the virtual Web3 space, I can tell you that it's only going to get more prevalent. If the youth in America can't compete on a global scale, they will not land important jobs that will then lead to less taxes collected. It will snowball effect. Infrastructure will get even worse than it is now. Less money for schools. Less money to take care of the weak and sick. Veterans. Our defenses. Our most beloved, overbloated military. It has a snowball effect. It does matter. Your vote matters. Register. A listener for the show sent me a message uh, saying they've been listening to the podcast and appreciate that, but uh, saying I should run for president with these takes. I laughed, but I uh, I don't limit myself either. I'm still a couple years away from being eligible anyway, but whatever will be, will be. I'm just going to be like water and just flow and do different mental and physical states as needed. The journey isn't long. It's right now. 
and it's infinite. Go further, further into the future that lays itself out before you. We all feel growing pains, one step at a time. And if this is my last episode ever, and one of those times that will be true, so I want to say it now, because if not now, when? But I just want to say before I go, one last thing. And if it's the last thing I ever say, I want it to be this. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and comment. It's free to support. A like and a share goes a long way. Softcover novels, audiobooks, and ebooks available at Bleast.com. Let's go further together, one step at a time.